Okay, let's podcast. A lot of people were pretty excited about that last episode we did, you know, with the Mark Ruffalo coming on and all that. So, oh yeah, it was really cool that we got him and that he did the show and that the show is very successful and a lot of people listen to it. Yeah, sure, and uh, that's what I liked about it. Is it still up? Are people still able to listen to the Mark Ruffalo episode? No, he had a a clause in his contract that. It was up for two hours during the week, and then we had to take it down. It's retired. Yeah, but everyone knew that ahead of time, so I'm, everyone <laughs> listened. He is so funny. Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. Is, thanks again, Mark, for doing yeah. the show. You're a real delight, real treat. You know, he may, may have missed his calling by being like a big-time Hollywood actor and not going the podcast route. And Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. He would have been a huge podcaster like us for uh, our next our next white whale. Uh, who do you oh, think? Yeah? D- Donald Sutherland. Oh, yes, absolutely. Donald yeah. Sutherland. We got to get, get Donald him. Sutherland. Uh, I'll make some calls during the during the show here while you're talking um, <laughs> and see if we can't get Donald Sutherland for whenever he's available. Really? Yeah, we'll work around your schedule, Donald Sutherland. And if you hear, if you're listening to this, Donald, just get uh, get in contact with uh, Kip or I or Scott or Jeff. Thanks, Donald. Easy as that. Okay, here we go. We're gonna start this show in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> it's the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. I am Kip, and I'm Doug, and we're here to podcast. Oh yeah. I don't know it's if you're a, listening on purpose or it just started after the other podcast you were listening to. Yeah, I, uh, yesterday I I ran into a guy who listens to our podcast named Casey, and he he said, "Yeah, I heard your podcast. It just automatically started playing." So I, lis- <laughs> so I listened to it. It's like, oh, well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad know, there's that like, feature. <laughs> that's not a great review. <laughs> hey, you he listened. Say, That's all. Yeah. You want them to say something more than I listened to it. You got you want yeah, them you, to follow that up. You want them to say I I played it of my own will. <laughs> uh, well, this happen. is the uh show where we find the worst one-star reviews on the internet and we mm-hmm. review them. That's right. This week's challenge is the word of mouth challenge. Mhm. Do you want to tell them about the word of mouth challenge? It's like the army. It's like the ice bucket challenge, Mm -hmm. but instead of pouring cold ice water on your friends, which is rude, (laughs) you uh, you just tell them about our podcast. You walk up to a stranger on the street, yeah, and you scream "Tospoisage" as loud as you can, and then run away. Yeah, and make sure you enunciate. If you don't enunciate. It sounds like hospice edge. That's what <laughs> that's it what, says when you t- say it into the phone. That's what Siri thinks it is. The name of the yeah, podcast. Hospice edge. What a no Siri. D- d- depressing yeah. podcast that would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just scream Tospisage, uh to whoever, uh, mm-hmm. police officers, yeah. strangers. Uh-huh. Try not to get arrested, but if you do, <laughs> make that one phone call. To Tospoisage. <laughs> uh, this is episode 204, Doug. Wow. 
Can you believe it? It feels like just yesterday we're doing episode 120. And then all of a sudden it was episode 200, and now it's 204. We crank out the shows, but do you, do you think that uh, anyone ever cranks one out to our show? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Why don't you read that review that we got? Oh, yeah. Got a review uh, on Twitter. At Hill Herbert said, In the middle of the night, I thought my husband was jerking off in bed, but he was just laugh-shaking while listening to Dr. Doug's podcast. That's me, (laughs) Dr. Doug. Still (laughs) unclear where his other hand was. (laughs) That's the best review you could possibly get for him. Because he was listening to it in the middle of the night. (laughs) Should we introduce uh, tonight's guest? Yeah, let's get let's get him him or her out here. Okay, so I'd like to welcome our guest today. He is kind of new to the podcasting game, but uh, we expect big things from him in the future. Please welcome, all the way from Silver Lake, California, Douglas Owen Perkins. That's me. Doug, Thanks for being Doug here with P. us, Doug. Yeah, it was uh, really cool that your scouts uh, reached out to me. You know, they came and saw me do a practice podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and they liked what they saw. Every once in a while, we do kind of amateur tryouts at like the local high school. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. kind of see what's out there. And, we've and luckily, one. I just hang out at local high schools. <laughs> so should we get into the uh, show here? Let's do it. Let's review some reviews. It's time for what you got. All right, Doug, what you got this week? What you got? Okay, so there's one type of business that really rubs me the wrong way. The business I'm talking about are are dog bakeries. (laughs) Okay. You know those places? Uh, Like there's one in Pasadena. They make fancy treats for dogs to consume. While people are starving. (laughs) Like it would be a, like it would be like a, cupcake but it would have dog food made in it or somehow yeah i think there's like less sugar there's stuff that's healthier for dogs in there but they look like cakes i don't know do they have people food no but uh you know how some places like we'll have a jar of dog treats yeah uh by the cash register Uh (laughs) i think a dog bakery should have like human treats (laughs) by the cash register anyway this is for a dog bakery I think it's in Pasadena, but there's a couple of them. There, it's a chain, okay. which is crazy a to me. Chain of bakeries. Uh, Kristen H. gives it one star and says, "I called this morning and asked if they had a specific dog treat. The employees said they did. When I got there, they didn't have it, nor would they validate my parking without buying something." Rather than apologize for driving out of my way and being misinformed by your employee, you make me spend money on something my dog didn't even like. (laughs) You have lost me as a customer, and I wouldn't recommend anyone to come here. Rude. So So that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, she was forced to buy something. So who's picky, her or the dog? I don't see the dog chiming in on this review at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of these reviews are written as if the dog was very upset. <laughs> the dog doesn't give a shit about. Dog probably wanted to eat every single thing in there. <laughs> yeah, the dog doesn't care. Like I, I love animals. 
But this, it's just weird. Mona L, Mona Lisa, call back to the Louvre episode. Yeah. She gives it one star and says, this is the first time I actually feel disappointed from this store at the farmer's market. I've always bought the Barker's Dozen, which always included 12 treats. All of a sudden, the Barker's Dozen is now a 10-treat box. Hmm. Since when is a dozen 10? If the store is now only allowing 10 treats per the Barker's Dozen, (laughs) then they are deceiving the customer by calling it a dozen. I will stick to the Pasadena store. At least there, they are still giving 12 treats in the Barker's Dozen. (laughs) She says Barker's Dozen four times in that review. (laughs) The Barker's Dozen. I think that's what uh, our listeners should be called. The Barker's Dozen. (laughs) Barker's Dozen. Like The name is so good that they couldn't change it, even if they changed the number of treats in there. Sorry, can't change it. It's too good. This review is from Elise W., who lives in Beverly Hills. She gives it one star and says, Disappointed with this bakery shop. They spelt my dog's name on her cake wrong after we made sure we let them know the correct spelling three times. Felicia, you dropped the ball. I'm disappointed that we spent so much money to get a cake for my dog, and then you spelled the name wrong after we specifically let you know three times the correct spelling, and you assured us that it was spelled correct. Uh, it's a f- pretty it's embarrassing a for that dog, dog in front of its dog friends. Dog friends that can all read. And, like, you're the only one who knows the correct spelling of your dog's name. Who could have possibly given a shit about that? Just this person. <laughs> Just this one person. And it was for, probably for the one picture. She would either show it only to her dog or force other people to look at it that don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's, it's obviously for-, for an Instagram picture. This whole thing, this whole anger is like her big social media clout moment was ruined. <laughs> <sighs> Here is another one. Seth M. writes... I pre-ordered my dog's fourth-year-old birthday party cake here on April 5th. I told them I was going out of town and would like to pre-order it to come pick it up on the 20th of April before her birthday party (laughs) at the dog park with her friends. (laughs) When I showed up at noon, they had no recollection of the cake. They went through their records, both hard copy and on their computer, and nothing came up. It took them about 10 minutes to finally find it, and they said they somehow forgot. Birthday party at 12.30, now it is 12.20. They offered me other cakes, carob, and also peanut. I told them my dog doesn't like either one. (laughs) That is why I ordered the coconut one. Then they offered to make me one that would take 15 minutes. I had to leave for the party. His last (laughs) offer? To refund me for the cake. Really? My dog is turning four. I paid for her cake, and you offer a refund? Thank you for completely ruining my dog's birthday cake. It was my fourth year in a row buying cakes here for my dog. It will be the last I buy anything here. I was so upset, I walked out. No cake, no refund. They offered you a cake and a refund. Yeah, I had to pay $4 for parking. How dare you offer a refund for a job you didn't do on someone's special day? This place can suck it. What else could the place have possibly done for this guy? (laughs) 
<laughs> this yeah, they offered him this a, one a cake immediately. They offered to make him a new cake. They offered to give him a refund, and then he said, "I don't want the refund." And then he said, "No refunds." The nerve of you offering me a refund! I want a cake, but I don't want the cake, and I don't want the refund. The nerve. Yeah. That dog He's, is going to be so embarrassed when he shows up to that party late. He is in <laughs> the wrong type of cake. With his friends there, he could have, you know, texted the other dogs and let him, yeah, <laughs> let him know he was running a little late. So weird. We are living in a in a failed society when this uh, review can exist. <laughs> HK from Rancho Cucamonga. Gives it one star and says, I ordered online from this company and was somewhat disappointed because the cakes were kind of hard and the large bone treat I ordered was broken. My dog liked them okay, but wasn't crazy about them. I probably wouldn't order from here again because I know of a different dog bakery and my dog likes their treats a lot better. God, think about... You wanting to become like a chef or a baker or something, you know, like try to get on one of those shows, you know, those cake shows or something. And then you Mm -hmm. end up with a dog bakery and one of the dogs stops coming to your bakery because he thinks that a different dog bakery's dog cakes are better. How that makes you feel. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to watch a show like Chopped that's just for dogs and the judges are dogs. Yeah. Come on. I do get it. Who wouldn't love that? (laughs) You're right. I'm in. Here's one from Sally H. She gives it one star and says, I just received a cake through the mail. I'm in another state. It came somewhat intact, but the frosting on top was ruined and stuck to the parchment paper. Another state? It was shipped in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So any writing was completely ruined. I'm giving two stars because my dog seems to like the taste. The dogs are giving everything five stars. Any, you know? Yeah, five yeah, they stars. They give like a, like a dead toad five <laughs> stars. But I'm extremely disappointed and don't think it's worth the money when I can't take a nice photo of my dog with her cake. I also Nobody wants to see company. that photo. Nobody wants to see that. Don't take that photo. I also emailed the, co- the company inquiring about the $10 off of an order and they never responded. I... I figured out a way, Kip, that we can make this podcast last forever. Okay. What we do is we put on a we put a thumb drive in like an airtight container. Uh-huh. And uh we hide it. We do that like with a bunch of thumb drives and then we hide them in caves all over the world. <laughs> and like in thousands of years will be the only podcast people can listen to. And they'll listen to this review of this fucking dog bakery and they'll go, oh, now wonder this uh, <laughs> entire society collapsed. You're right. It is quite a, it is a, a historical record, isn't it? This podcast. Yeah. <laughs> For when the uh, when the Internet goes down forever. The Internet won't exist and all of your podcasts uh, that you listen to will have to be done in caves where the Tosposage hard drives are hidden. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah, I do get it. Yeah, I'm on the same page, man. <laughs> uh, so that's what I got. What uh, dog bakeries? You know, I think, okay. like I can picture someone um, like wanting to start a bakery 
you know, like this is a rom-com or something, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, a cute little, uh, indie, uh, pixie dream girl wants to start a, a bakery, a real bakery. And she makes these cupcakes, but they're awful. Yeah. And like people, people are trying to tell her how good they are and be nice. Yeah. And then, uh, she notices though, that all these people's dogs are loving the cupcakes. Yeah. And then bingo, light write bulb it. goes off. Dog yeah. bakery. You gotta write that screenplay. Uh, yeah, I'll work on that <laughs> this weekend. All right, uh, Kip, what you got? Let's see if you can guess what this place is. Okay, this is a game we like to play here on the uh, One Star Podcast, where I read the review and you try to guess the location I'm talking about. All right, it's this review is one star. Okay, it's from 2016. So think about what was happening in 2016. Okay. Think about it. Okay. You got that locked in? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is from Matt, Maddie or Mathy, Mathy B. Okay. <laughs> this does not even deserve one star. If I could give it zero stars, I would. Any guesses yet, Doug? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, this is my first and only review on Yelp. And it was so pitiful. I had to write a review. We went to this place thinking it would be great experience for the children. And the first thing that Joe Exotic, the man and legend himself with half naked photos of himself and piercings hanging around the property was, how the hell you doing? Do you have any guesses yet? I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll go on though. Anyway, he was disrespectful and had a raunchy personality, constantly making dirty adult jokes that were inappropriate for the large crowd of children. Sound like anybody, you know? Yeah, it does. Yes. He even told my children that a camel's phallus is backwards so that it could urinate on itself when it was hot. <laughs> so he's telling the kids. Well, he proceedingly forced a 10-year-old's face into a camel's face to kiss it. <laughs> he smashed a banana into a girl's face and also ripped the audience's $240 in half. Warning, <laughs> do not give him your money. <laughs> They handed him $240 in cash and he ripped it up in their face. <laughs> His seeming goal is to interbreed cats so that someday in the future he could recreate saber-toothed tigers. Not kidding. <laughs> the tour itself, when seeing the animals, was not as bad because the other tour guides were talking and not making inappropriate jokes. But at one point, after everyone kissed a camel, he decided to blurt out that camels had been eating their poop all day. So over 100 <laughs> people just ate feces. <laughs> the property was very unsanitary. and There were no cameras or phones allowed. They would be confiscated if seen. Cute baby tigers, but crazy Joe Exotic. By far the sketchiest zoo I have ever visited with my children. Forgot to add that we have washed our hands over 15 times and still do not feel clean. This is from... Uh, C. Baskin, the review. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> the, A lot going uh, on in that review. If if I read that review, though, I'd be like, we got to go to this place. <laughs> I, know. I know. Even though like, he, I don't like the way he treats cats. And also, it's just weird that there's uns kind of unsanctioned zoos out there. <laughs> like yeah. underground zoos because regular zoos on the shitty end of the spectrum of like regular zoos 
they're kind of sketchy. Yeah, I I saw the Joe Exotic uh, documentary series or whatever, The Tiger King. Mm-hmm. As you may have also seen it. Sure. But I didn't know that like this zoo had thought it was mostly tigers, but there's a lot of like uh, camel dicks. That'll be in the next documentary. He is he does sound completely out of control and he was it yeah, that's yeah. true well you know i got a lot of stuff but i might have to save it for what else you got oh uh, yeah well, yeah because our guest is here already yeah it's, let's uh, let's do it it's merc boyan he uh he works oh. in, he's uh he's from space he works in space <laughs> he works for the planetary <laughs> cool. society yeah oh yeah he works for the bill nye's company right yeah yeah and he's That's joining awesome. us from uh, Earth's orbit. Around so, somewhere, the sun. Somewhere around, yeah, yeah. He's on Earth that's orbiting the sun. You know, if you think about it, we're just all on a big spaceship. Uh, <laughs> so usually the guests come on after the break, but he's such a big fan of the break that he requested to come on before the break so you could do the break as well. Lies. I don't blame him. Yeah. So let's, let's do it. Okay. Mer- Merck, you are here for uh, our favorite segment. The break. Yeah. <laughs> we actually brought you in early so you could experience the break ready <laughs> yeah let's do it hit it give me a break now i know what it takes i'm putting a new face on the old one ready for anything playing with fate not a moment too late showing the whole Okay, how would you think about that break, man? Man, I've been waiting to be a part of the break for a hundred and uh, plus episodes. So you probably didn't know that it's a live band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. You know, we that have was a live cool band. to hear that they were here in my, in my garage. Yeah, that was unexpected. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah they uh, they could be at anyone's house at a drop of a hat. Yeah, they're like uh, Uber or Lyft, but for the "Give Me a Break" theme song only. <laughs> And tonight's Tospless Edge episode is sponsored by The Cloud. Have fun trying to explain to your parents The Cloud. Once again, we'd like to thank Rakuten. <laughs> Two weeks in a row with Rakuten. Get 10% off the Scott and Jeff show when you sign up for Rakuten. For something with Rakuten. Merck, are you ready? Yes. What else you got? I'm going to take you guys down a little... A little trip down memory lane because, and to get first to give a little context to the other listeners here, other than the three of us, the other listeners, uh, we all went to the same college, the three of us. It's true. Oh, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. Barb is I, I was on a little school y- of modeling. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is in Pullman, Washington. Yeah. Uh, and so I know a lot of your audience now, I've been, I've been seeing the numbers internationally, you're, you're booming. So mm-hmm. they might not yep. know where Pullman, Washington is. But in the little pocket of eastern Washington, in the middle of a wheat field, there's a college. So I, I have a bunch of reviews that are from businesses in Pullman. Excellent. Wazoo. Uh, so yeah, maybe you've, 
you know, been to some of these places before. The first one is Sella's Calzone. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, That's yeah. The, the date spot. That's the real, oh, right really? by fancy my... date spot for college kids. Right by my dorm. Yeah. yeah. You could take a date there, and um, the napkins, you could draw on them with crayons. Yeah. And if you drew your date well enough, they'd put them on the wall. Yep. And mm. then they would bring you um, calzones. So uh, here's the first, <laughs> here's one for Sella's, which I loved yeah. Sella's. I really did. Yeah, me too. Uh, mm-hmm. So one star for Sella's says, Went there once. My calzone was not thoroughly cooked. Avoid. Unless you enjoy foodborne illness. So you know, some people might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's a, a ending point to this that uh, becomes a theme throughout a couple of okay. these pulmonary reviews that says, I think it benefits. I think, you know, Sella's Calzones benefits from students with undeveloped palates. <laughs> that their I think their buds aren't developed enough. <laughs> no, I, I think there's also like I remember I ate at dining halls like all the time. And then anytime I went to a restaurant, I was like, this food is magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Doug, what else you got? I also have a food establishment. This one happens to be inside of an Ikea. So this is a review for the Ikea restaurant in the Las Vegas Ikea store. Do you oh, eat there, Doug, when you go to Ikea? Do you eat? Do you try to get a meal there? Do you coincide it with lunchtime or something? I try to avoid Ikea at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. I go for the child care because uh, the <laughs> Ikea in, in Burbank, they let you drop your kids off in a ball pit and walk away. <laughs> do, you don't have to buy a couch or anything. Do they make sure so, that you go? <laughs> do they make sure that you go towards the store? Yeah, actually, no, they actually do. <laughs> they they really. You have to. We thought about. It, we're like, we could go watch a movie. Right and they're kind of like, hey, uh, head up the, that escalator. Like, All right. <laughs> That was our. That was me and my wife's hotspot. We'd go on dates, just walking around, looking at fake kitchens. <laughs> All right. right so, so about the restaurant. This is Renee P. She gives this IKEA restaurant one star. We had stopped into IKEA for the famous Swedish meatballs years ago. <laughs> Admittedly, not a real fan of Swedish meatballs to begin with. Okay. <laughs> they <laughs> were. Go? Yeah, they were fine. <laughs> So when Vegas finally got their own IKEA, we went again to check out the hype. We ordered the Swedish meatballs <laughs> again. Everything tasted out of a box frozen and very hospital cafeteria. I do like IKEA, but we'll get my snacks elsewhere. You're eating at a furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to take the food from the restaurant and take it to the display kitchen and cook it. You got to do it yourself. That's the <laughs> IKEA thing, obviously. <laughs> You also admitted to ordering the thing you don't like that much. This goes squarely into the box of reviews that did not need to be written. <laughs> For sure. At For all. Sure. There should almost be a checklist at the start when you're on Yelp, like that you have to just like, you know, are you a computer? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, you, did you already hate the type of food that you were going to eat? <laughs> yeah. You know? And then if you check those, like, the wrong one, you're just like, yeah. sorry, you can't leave a review here. Did you have high expectations for the IKEA food court? <laughs> sorry. No review allowed. No review allowed. <laughs> um, Kip, what else you got? Oh, shit. It's my turn already? You know, Doug, I was thinking about revisiting uh, somebody, uh, somebody that we met last episode. Oh, yeah? Is this the right time for that, you think? 
Better to so, do it during the podcast than not during the podcast. This it. is a review for uh, a Denny's type of restaurant that's actually um, here in California. They're called Norms. Norms. They make a mean steak and eggs. Yes. This is a one-star review for the chicken fried steak. And this is from... Oh, okay. And this is from Life with Mary Ellen. She's branded herself on Yelp. She's so trying to bro- break through as a Yelp influencer. And there's a... Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> she says... One one thing this show doesn't pick up since it's a podcast is me shaking my head in disgust. <laughs> the microphone does not pick that up. Just, anyway, go ahead. We should put like a cat collar. You know how people put collars on their cats so they know where they're at? No, Bells on put a we bell, put on, a bell Doug. on Doug's neck so everybody knows when he's shaking his head. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, so I bet you guys are wondering what Mary Ellen from Life with Mary Ellen has to say about this restaurant. She gives uh, Norms one star and says, Ew, ew, ew! (laughs) Two exclamation points. My fiancé, she has a fiancé, guys, Mary Ellen, so life (laughs) seems pretty good for Mary Ellen right now. My fiancé ordered chicken fried steak and it came with a side of fried wax paper oh, three so exclamation she got a little points. bonus she's gone from two to three exclamation points apparently the chef over there left a little bit of the wax paper on the bottom of the chicken mm-hmm. fried steak and then they only gave him 50 percent off his meal um that should be free plus they should have thrown in a pie or something for making him eat paper. All capital, four <laughs> exclamation points. My little Mary Ellen trying to get a free slice of pie here. Seriously, awful customer service. The food was mediocre at best. Uh, On a, a positive note, out back is a nice little river with ducks and turtles. But if I ever come back, I'll bring my own food. You should go back what? and do that. Beginning to think that this fiance has his work cut out for him in his life, his new life with Mary Ellen. Do you he's think about to his, get, do you... get into. Uh, so there's Mary Ellen. I actually have another Mary Ellen one that I'll get to later, guys. A tease that there's we get to find out more about what life with Mary Ellen's like later. Uh, Merck, what else you got? All right, I'm going to uh, take us back to Pullman. Woo! All right, so here's a review for Rico's Pub in downtown Pullman, Washington. Hell Rico's yeah, that's is my jam. That's where the oh, old, okay. that's where the professors drink. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I'm and they play right? play jazz music. That so Doug dark. gives it five stars. Yeah. Well, Nick S on Yelp just gave it one star, and a there's a thing, there's a thing that a lot of these one star reviews have where they love everything about the place except one thing. So it's like here's oh, yeah. four yeah. great yeah, great that's, things. Yeah, that's and four one stars. bad thing. It should be it should be four yeah. stars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You laid okay. you perfectly laid out your reasoning a for a four-star four star review. Exactly. All right, so he says one star. I enjoy everything about this pub. Sands two <laughs> elements. Okay. So we should be looking at a three star yeah. here. Yeah. Number one, the drinks are overpriced. What well, what's two, that in Pullman? Pitchers are two dollars <laughs> in Pullman. But number two the old bald guy with glasses behind the bar is extremely rude. Rico. I think uh, I might be Rico. I don't know. This is one of those guys who starts to get a little poetic. Like he starts to be an author in his, uh, in his writing. Yeah. That's who yeah. hangs out at Rico's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Since he ultimately is likely the face of the establishment, 
I honor him with this one star. <laughs> it says here, uh, I mean, this place is supposed to be a pub. Pubs are supposed to be an escape. Strip yourselves of the title public house because your old bald attitude is more resembling of a public toilet. Uh, oh, I call public toilets pubs. <laughs> Two. Sure, yeah. I'm going to go hit the pub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always on these uh, reviews try and think who's worse, the person behind the bar or the person writing the review? And I'm always yeah. in my mind like it's the person writing the review. <laughs> it's the worst. It's 99% <laughs> of the time that you're in favor of the establishment, yeah. which which kind of makes me feel bad because I feel like I'm such a, you know, anti-disestablishment whatever that fucking long word is type of person yeah we're here to support <laughs> small business merc that's what this show's all about in their battle like, like their constant battle against people that think they're professional food reviewers right yeah, yeah exactly uh that was so, a good one but what else you got here's actually a, a good one from the coog and the coog is the place that uh you they had a contest where the first person who pees makes uh ruins the night because drinks become more expensive yeah. after someone pees i believe it's called bladder so busters yeah so everyone just like peed all over uh each other instead of going into the bathroom yeah. i think yeah first one is from kendall great food great vibes lots of laughs again that's a three-star review yeah. right there until casey enters the premises this has a little halloween spooky <laughs> kind of halloween vibe <laughs> beware ladies and gents She's a bartender with a superiority complex. She refused us <laughs> service at 3 p.m. on a Sunday when we were painfully sober and with our mothers. <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's that's the whole it. thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get got... drunk with my mom. <laughs> here's, here's the other one from the Coog. One star from Sam. This place sucks. Not good beer or food. Don't come here if you want a good time. F this place. I'm the designated driver, and they cut me off. You guys are dumb. What? Yeah, they should cut you off. Wait. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So this guy went up to the bar and said, hey, excuse me, I'm his designated driver. Give right. me a free beer. I'm the de designated driver. <laughs> Doug, what else you got? Here's another review from the IKEA Food Court. <laughs> okay. This is from Aaron L. A A R O N L. And he says, They bullshit. They messed up the parts needed on multiple occasions. They do got dank meatballs, though. <laughs> so Wait. part of the review is for like actual IKEA furniture, I believe. <laughs> and then oh. he gets and then he gets into the dank meatballs. <laughs> And then his last sentence, and this is a butte, but as for things, better off just playing house in their displays. <laughs> uh, Kip, what else you got? Oh, I was going to update you guys on uh, Life with Mary Ellen, what she's up to. Thank okay, you. good. Now, Doug, I was going to uh, remind you last. We talked a little bit about Mary Ellen uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, she was the one that bought the washer and dryer and then made the guy that installed it also try to fix her fridge. Oh, right. Yeah. Remember that one? That was Mary Ellen. Yep. So, that's, <laughs> so that was Mary Ellen, and then Mary Ellen was also at the Norm's restaurant. But let's see what she's up to uh, recently here, Mary Ellen. 
it seems now that she is with child. She was uh she's uh she's having a baby, you guys. Go ahead. She's at this point she's <laughs> interviewing and reviewing uh doctors that are gonna be the do- oh, the, op- the, the the doctor for her baby. <laughs> she's, I imagine she's quite picky with this as well. Just Here get we the go. refrigerator guy. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. One star review uh, for this doctor that she went to. One star. Okay. So I wanted a natural birth, and I'd been taking hypnobirthing classes, and I went over my—I don't know what that is—hypnosis. <laughs> And I went over my birth plan with Dr. Gatherum. I told him I didn't want drugs, she will, didn't want Pitocin, and most definitely not a C-section. Okay. He was none too pleased with that. So I left his office. The last few weeks I've had a few friends (laughs) give birth, and when I went to visit them, I casually asked the nurse's opinion about the different doctor's C-section rates. So now she's going around talking to everybody else's doctors. I was going to switch to Lori Hansen, and it was no big deal. (laughs) She has a 3% C-section rate. Well, until she shattered her shoulder in a biking accident a couple weeks ago, so we couldn't switch to her. So so it's either Getherum's office or Heath's office. I'm not sure who Heath is, but... Heath I had talked to a couple times and delivered all of my friends' babies that were delivered recently. But I figured, well, I'll give Gatherum another go since maybe it was a misunderstanding or something. Well, the nurse I asked told the doctor, and the doctor yelled at me, telling me, How dare I ask about his C-section rate? And told me that I needed to find someone else to deliver my baby. Essentially leaving a 34-week pregnant woman to find another doctor? I'm so irate. Oh. You know, God, do you know Doctor Gatherum is behind that bike accident, trying to steal Mary Ellen away from him? Oh, are you unraveling something? Here? <laughs> uh, she says she's irate, right? <laughs> yeah, she's irate. She says I'm. I was just. I was. I was irate for so many reasons. Number one, I came into this office crying and upset over other issues, and he could clearly see I was upset. Parentheses. My baby's father got married a couple days ago, and his new wife just called me today to yell at me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Life with Mary right. Ellen is complicated, Doug. So her final thing is that she's mad about is that it's, uh, she goes, she goes, uh, and it's against HIPAA law for him to have even had that conversation with the nurse in the first place. That was where the nurse asked the doctor what his c-section percentage rates were because mary ellen asked her what they were how is she supposed to find out (laughs) without asking the doctor i don't know i didn't read the reviews from earlier but the cellas and pullman was they had a lot of reviews about hipaa law yeah yeah (laughs) i get the uh when i'm eating a calzone i get the fillings out via c-section 100 (laughs) percent of the time no natural huh no natural calzone where you just squeeze it into your mouth until it pops. Yeah, There's only really two ways to eat a calzone, Doug. The natural <laughs> way and the C-section way. Yeah, I always go for C-section. Okay. Uh, Merck, what else you got? So I know you guys have talked about uh, Subway in some previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I actually, my second job was at the Subway in Pullman, Washington. And so I have a review from... Uh, that subway. Awesome. This is after. This is well after I worked there. Obviously, nobody would leave a one-star review when you were working there. 
I'm literally related to the Earl of Sandwich, the guy who invented sandwiches. Is that true? I want to make sure. Yeah, that's a true thing. Did it feel like when you were making the sandwiches, like it was in your blood? Like it was what you were meant to be doing? It kind of, it actually kind of did. <laughs> it's kind of this joke, but I talked about it in my interview when I was 16 years old at Subway. Like that was a yeah. thing that I was like, by the way. And they were like, well, we got to fucking have <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. You may want to follow up on this. You might be entitled to uh, several sandwiches from the estate. Can yeah. you um, remind me the connection between the great Earl of Sandwich and sandwiches? Like, was he, did he just yeah. eat a lot of them yes. or did he make them real good? No, I know. Yeah. Doug knows. It's, uh, I'll, I'll correct you when you're wrong. You're Doug explaining again. The Earl, from what I tell me about my ancestors, Doug, liked to play cards. He was a card player, but uh, on all these card tables, they just had like loose meats. They had like charcuterie boards, okay, uh, at the card table to feed you know all the card players. But uh, the oil from the meats would get transferred to the cards real easy and mark up the cards, and so they started putting the meat in between two slices of bread. Huh. And when you say they, you mean uh, the Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, Merck's, Merck's uh, grandpa. He, it, <laughs> that's exactly right. He, um, and I, upon further investigation, when I looked into it, he was a lazy piece of garbage. And he was a cheater. And that was, mm. that was the other thing is that he... Uh, and that also runs of, through your blood. Go ahead. <laughs> still... still <laughs> No, it was like part of the reason of why he wanted to not have the grease on his fingers is because he was trying to sneak cards around. <laughs> like he he, he did, like he was a sneak and a cheat. But uh, he invented the idea of putting uh, like some meat and some cheese between crackers, and it became so popular that people started to say, uh, "I'll have what sandwich is having," because his name was Sandwich. Huh. Uh, and I'll have the sandwich. None of that has anything to do with uh, the podcast. Read like, your no, Subway no, review. For Let me take it back. Sorry, guys. Okay, yeah. So you were gonna talk. You were talking uh, about Subway. Um, anyways, Deepak V says of the Subway in this Pullman, Washington establishment. <laughs> this one's hard to read without laughing. So, the lady at Subway looked me in the eye, <laughs> heard my order. And proceeded to make entirely the wrong sandwich. <laughs> I just imagine her just like looking right, right at him, listening to him, and just being like and nodding no. Not even looking down while she's making yeah. it. Just still. Yeah, that's out. why she Slide. made the wrong one. She's just like Slide. looking him in the eye as she grabs <laughs> breads and meats, just continuing with the eye exactly. contact. Well, apparently he ordered a steak melt because it says, despite me asking her why she would need Fritos for a steak melt. Can we go lower than a one star? So apparently he said, uh, he came up and said, um, uh, yeah, I'll take a, a foot long steak melt on wheat bread. And she like stared him down, <laughs> opened a bag of chips started pouring Fritos on some wheat bread, closed it up, and said that'll be $9. Wow. You get what you get. That sounds good. <laughs> will they put the chips on the sandwich for you? Because I wait till I get home sometimes to do that. If you ask for that, will I, they do it? I have long thought about uh, opening a restaurant called, a, called a, the Chip Within. And so it's like you order a sandwich and a chip, and we compare them. 
So it's like, yeah. oh, you want a ham and turkey? I suggest yeah. Yeah. Uh, a Ruffles cheddar yeah. sour cream with yes. the ham you and would turkey. That'll pair nicely. Yeah. yeah, like salt and vinegar you'd put on a fish witch. Yeah, you could make a good a good business doing that if uh, if you had a you know motivation. I don't. If you had, if you had business acumen. If only uh, I were came from a long line of sandwich royalty. But yeah. the problem is with coming from sandwich royalty, as I do, what comes with that is the curse of laziness. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He 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 invented sandwich out of lays. Yeah. And that's where the potato chip lays got its name. (laughs) It's interesting to learn this about Merck because my ancestors uh, invented the wrap. This was in the early early twelve hundreds. That um, you know my my great great uh, grandmother was. She was big into sewing back then. She must have been very old. And and she, uh, you know, she used to get her needle points and her tortillas mixed up. Sure, of course. And and, uh, so she started putting putting meat in her her tortillas so she Uh could tell the difference between her needle points and her tortillas. Um, Okay. And that checks that's out. how the rap uh, started. Should we move on to our final segment? It's called yeah. Anything Else. Anything else for anyone. Ain't got nothing else. We're fucking done. Merc, anything else? Let me just check. Uh, no, I'm done. Anything else, Doug? I have nothing else uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. for me, so... That's it for me. Uh, Kip, anything else? I wish I had something else, but I don't. I'm all out of reviews over here, guys. You know what that means. Show's over. Show's over. Yeah, we did what it. What a disappointment for everyone listening. <laughs> that it's over, not that they listened to it already? Well, both. <laughs> Merck, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on. I'm all right, uh, and... Uh, to everybody else out there, thanks for listening. And uh, whether you liked it or hated it, you better get to rating it one star. Is that what my thing is? Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> and remember, folks, if you don't like this podcast, uh, you might want to try another one. There's plenty of them out there. <laughs> <laughs>